Welcome to Marketing Strategies with Audrey Kirchner, sponsored by Incoma. Taking your small business to the next level with proven creative solutions designed to grow your awareness and connect to your customers. Now, here's Audrey. This is Audrey Kirshner, co-founder and chief marketing strategist of Incoma. Incoma is a full-service marketing agency, bringing that big agency process and feel to small businesses and small business owners. We do marketing strategy, branding, website design and hosting, content marketing, search engine optimization, social media, and digital advertising. To learn more about what we do, ask us a question, Um, or to schedule a marketing evaluation for your business, go to our website, Incoma.com. That's I-N-K-Y-M-A.com. If this is one of your first times listening or your first show, we also have a companion podcast. So you can go back and listen to all the previous shows. You can listen on Podbean, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts. And of course, you can go to the website to listen to any of the previous episodes. All right. So today we have two guests with us. We have John and Tyson Lease from Colorado Foothills Properties. And so I'm going to ask them to introduce themselves. Hi, I'm John Lease. Mm, I'm Tyson Lease. Uh, we are commercial realtors uh, in the Colorado Springs area and actually down into Pueblo and that area mm-hmm. also. I still do a little bit of residential real estate in the uh, Florence. I mostly do land. I showed land all weekend. Uh, but commercial is our emphasis. And we, uh, one of our emphasis is really trying to help small businesses get their business going by finding them a space, uh, finding them a home. And that's where we really emphasize uh, our business because it's an underserved market in the Colorado Springs. Well, it's underserved in all pretty much all commercial markets. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot of times not a big enough deal for the big guys to take it but we Tyson and I really feel that that's just such an underserved market that it's and it's important for small business our backbone of our society is small business and for small businesses to be successful we hope to help them do that yeah and so actually uh, the the way we kind of got introduced into working with small business owners and being um facing in that direction is through the fact that as long as I've been in the business six years now, my, I think my dad, uh, John's been in the business about 15 years and it, it's been uh, mostly based on networking. And so it's within that space and circles of doing networking that you end up talking to small business owners all the time. And so that's where we really identified this need and, and really created a niche out of working with small business owners out of that. I'm sure as folks heard, you know, um, John and Tyson are father and son. So how did you guys get into business together? Well, Tyson graduated from UCCS with a double major. Uh, and he also was working for the Pikes Peak Marathon at the time, and actually a paid employee for the Pikes Peak Marathon. Mm-hmm. And he really enjoyed it. And he wanted to keep doing that. And he said, well, what can I do where I can still work the Pikes Peak Marathon? Uh, and I said, why don't you just go get your real estate license and you can help me and you can do that type of business but also you can still work for the Pikes Peak Marathon and that's kind of how he started okay so I just got an aside question the Pikes Peak Marathon do they actually run up mm-hmm. the mountain oh yeah holy moly uh, starts at Manti Springs and goes all the way up Bar Trail to the top and then the full marathon obviously you go up to the top and back, back down, down. Wow. As a as a former marathoner, I'm humbled. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm not a I, I'm a runner, um, not a marathoner. Marathons yeah. don't like any of us. No, it's it's yeah. just uh, the, those of us that do them are stupid enough just to ignore our feet and ankles and <laughs> knees and continue on with them. 
So, Tyson, you started talking a little bit about networking, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is an amazing marketing tactic that a lot of people don't consider a true marketing tactic. But in reality, it is very, very valuable. So talk to me a little bit about how you use networking in conjunction with other marketing tactics to really make it work. Because mm-hmm. sometimes people think networking is just going handing a bunch of cards out and hoping someone calls, which is not a good way to do it. Yeah, I guess in essence that is still marketing. Like you said, it's very poor marketing. <laughs> it is very but, poor. But it is still because something that we've been taught very early on from a real estate perspective is you have two different types of lead generation in business. There's marketing and there's prospecting. And so marketing is one where if you imagine you're a fisherman, uh, marketing is just throwing out a net and hoping fish swim into it. Or prospecting is more aggressive in a way where you're actually going out and throwing your fishing pole over and over again trying to hope you catch a fish. And so networking, if you really look at it, what, what are you doing? You're going to an event, you're meeting a whole bunch of people, you're, you're setting out a very big net, and then you're hoping that uh, through enhanced communication, relationship development, and activity that you will start to catch some fish eventually just by um, increasing exposure, increase, increasing your name brand. And so, um, yeah, in response to, to people not thinking that uh, networking is marketing, I think it's kind of the epitome of word-of-mouth marketing. Uh, all you're doing is going out and trying to meet, meet as many people as possible, people you connect with, develop relationships with, and then hope um, eventually one day it turns into to referrals or direct business or something along those lines. So we network a lot with yeah. a gentleman by the name of Steve Fisher. And his mm-hmm. philosophy and the philosophy that Tyson and I use is the more people that you can help, the more you will receive in return. Yeah. Uh, and that's the biggest thing, <laughs> like you said, throwing out the cards. Uh-uh. You're not helping anybody. No. Mm-hmm. Um, you go out and with that type of relationship, you build relationships. You get to know people. Colorado Springs is a relationship community. Denver is a transactional community. It's a, a different ball game uh, down here, which is we really like because we you get you sit down with somebody, you have a one on one. Might you do business together? Maybe, but might you also know other people that need that person's service? Probably. So you help that person get business, and somewhere down the line, they'll know somebody that needs your service. And that's where the relational marketing really comes in, and that's uh, what we try to do. Go to marketing events and get to know people, build build rapport with people, build trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, more people trust you, the more they'll do business with you. Yeah, we, we both feel that that's becoming more true than ever in, in today's society. Oh, yeah. uh, people want to do business with people who they know, like, and trust. And I'm sure you guys have all heard that before, but what, what does that mean, really? It means that, you know, I know this person, I see them on a weekly, monthly, whatever basis, and I can trust their character, and so I can trust that they're going to do their best for me, and then they're also going to um, provide a good service because I've seen how they do it for other people and so especially in something like a real estate transaction because it's it's a pretty big uh financial uh, endeavor for a lot of people whether it's signing a five-year lease or buying your first house or an investment property or something like that you want to feel like the person who's helping you is helping you because they want to help you they're not helping you because they're dialing for dollars and you're just Man, another number paycheck to involved them. that's not yeah. the reason it, those are very personal transactions there's a lot of emotion involved mm-hmm. even on the business end especially like what you had said earlier it's like if you're trying to find your very first space so you can open your business 
you know, that's your dream. Yes. And so you're putting yes. your dream in someone else's hands. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked what you said about, you know, looking beyond the person in front of you. A mm-hmm. lot of times with networking, people look at someone and go, I don't think you can help me. I don't know if you can help me. You can help me. And they focus on the third person. What they don't realize is they don't know who you know. Yeah, I remember exactly. one of my exactly. best referrals came from my dentist, mm-hmm. right? He's B2C. I'm B2B. But we had this great relationship. Turns out he was the uh, treasurer for his um, local Rotary Club. Okay. And so he got me connected in with the Rotary for years. I did all their marketing for their fundraisers and then did print material for them. And then they started a foundation all because I had a great relationship with my dentist. So um, I think to your point, you got to build Absolutely. a relationship with anybody that's like-minded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does business the way you do. And we've given out several referrals that we would never have expected, you know, just from just from chatting with someone. And at the same time, too, uh, right now we have two properties for over a million dollars under contract through someone who we, we networked with at the Trilex Chamber of Commerce. And it's just one of those things where she's on the board for um, this nonprofit and they had a building, Woodland Park, that they were uh, looking to get out of Woodland Park and closer to Colorado Springs because they live in Monument, uh, so that would have been ideal. But regardless, they wanted to get a little bit farther or closer to home. And so, uh, yeah, she called us up and said they need to sell their, their commercial building up in Woodland Park. And we got that under contract and are helping them buy um, another building in Colorado Springs right now. As I'm thinking, Tammy, I think it is with women that are in need of assistance and not with their kids uh, that are in a situation that's not positive. And I think I'm on that now mm-hmm. and I think back about it. That is actually what she does. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah but we, very unlikely source for million-dollar uh, transactions. Yes, yes. But, mm-hmm. again, it's building those relationships. So um, walk me through your mindset. When you sign up to go to a networking meeting, Yeah. What's your thought process so that you get to the end of the meeting you go, wow, that was successful? Like, what do you do during the meeting? What do you do after the meeting? Because a lot of times people forget about what you do after the meeting. First thing I do is uh, find out if there's going to be alcohol and food involved <laughs> because that's always an important only kid. Uh, <laughs> during the meeting, it is. It's meeting people on a uh, surface level and then getting their contact information and setting up what we call all call one-on-ones yeah uh to sit down with them have coffee have lunch usually you try to do it for a half hour but it ends up being sometimes an hour hour and a half because uh, you do you get to know people yeah and you really get to to know their family uh how many kids they have where their background is uh and it's amazing how many people I meet who have similar backgrounds or from similar area mm-hmm. that I'm from. Uh, can I give a plug real quick? <laughs> sure. Okay, so uh, I'm on the board for an organization called Front Range Power Connectors. Um, some of you guys may have heard of them, but some of you may have not. We've kind of been out of operation the past year because of COVID. Uh, but uh, the group was started by a gentleman by the name of Gary Rollins, who, you know, he, he loves networking. He does a, the same thing that, that we're talking about right here mm-hmm. all the time. And uh, he felt like there was a need in the community to kind of answer this question that you just posed to us. You know, how, how do you network well? How do you turn networking into be a powerful tool for you? And so uh, the, the whole idea of power connectors was to connect people that, you know, are, are very well connected in the community, have done a lot of networking, and can, and can help mentor people that may 
just be trying to figure it out. They might have just moved to Colorado Springs, might have just opened a business, um, they might have just launched a career, and they really have no idea what the idea of networking is in, in the right way. And so it was to connect mentors to mentees to kind of help launch them in the right direction. And so that, that's been going, it's been successful for three to four years now, I think. Mm-hmm. And then next month, uh, it's the fourth Tuesday of every month, we're going to be launching uh, in-person events again, and that's going to be at Threes Comedy Club, um, the fourth Tuesday in, in May. And uh, it's going to be three E's at five. Five thirty or five, 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 five to seven. Um, I, I can send you the, the information okay. later if, if you'd yeah. like to post it. Um, actually, what would be good? Yeah. Um, is there a website for the organization? There is. I think it might still be in operation, uh, but it's just. I think it's uh, Front Range Power Connectors. Okay. Front, so and there's a Facebook Google, page. There's a Facebook. Page okay. Also. So there's a Facebook page, and they can Google Front Range Power Connectors. Yeah. So that they can find it, because I'm pretty yeah. sure once people listen to this especially because they're offering support on how to network effectively mm-hmm. um, because that's usually where business owners will start before they start investing you know revenue back into a full, yep. full marketing campaign so you're listening to marketing strategies today we're talking with john and tyson lease of colorado foothills properties we're having a discussion about networking and how it can help your business in the long run to learn more about them and what they do go to their websites coloradofoothillsproperties.com and because I did come over from New Jersey, I'm rebuilding my network. In New Jersey, like I knew 10 people in every category mm-hmm. um, and had most of them on speed dial because we were friends. Yeah. Um, so I missed that. So I'm, I'm rebuilding that. Yeah. And so that's kind of the epitome right? when you're going yeah. to a networking event. A lot of people come in with the idea of trying to generate business. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, that's the wrong perspective on walking into it. So true. When you're walking into the door, you're trying to figure out how many new people can I meet tonight? And how many new people can I try to connect with outside of this event? And so a goal we kind of just arbitrarily set is collecting five new business five cards. Yeah. When you walk yeah. into an event of someone you have not a met larger before. larger networking event. And then Absolutely. It's getting to the point now where Tyson and I, we know pretty much everybody. At yes, the that was me. I'd walk in the room and be like, hi, yeah. everyone. Yeah. 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 And then to his point, it's not just collecting the business cards. It's then trying to set up a meeting to get to know them a little bit better. And then, again, when you're walking into that meeting, it's not – how can this person give me business it's how can we further this connection is there something i can do to help expand their business um just because that stuff tends to come back around one way or another if you help someone get uh to, to what they want or what they need um it will come back around and help you as well so absolutely um, bni calls that giver's game i'm a mm-hmm. huge bni i've been doing it for years it's one of the very first things i did when i got here was i found and signed up for a local chapter mm-hmm yeah, uh, big one is and that uh, Monday morning networking meets over at Old Chicago. I keep hearing uh, about that one. Yeah, I gotta get it's, there. It is. It's really good. That's another Steve Fisher is the in charge of that one, and uh, Old Chicago from eleven to about twelve thirty on Monday every Monday. Million cups every Wednesday. Does at nine? Yeah, at nine. And is that down at the comedy club? Yep. Three okay. E's is. It's kind of funny. Um, it's kind of developed into. So Eric's done a great place. job down there, yeah. but it's becoming a pretty premier event space for a lot of things uh, you know it's i think it's one of those things where a comedy club they have their prime times when they have actual shows but beyond that it's just an event space to utilize so i think eric has done a good job of being a kind of a pillar of the community so far this year and helping people relaunch events chamber of commerce uh commerce mm-hmm. is is another way 
Uh, right now, I belong to the uh, Canyon City Chamber of Commerce, the Latino Chamber of Commerce down in Pueblo, which is um, Steve Trujillo. Stephen Trujillo does a great job down there uh, with the small businesses down there. He is he is fantastic. Uh, but there's the Tri Lakes Chamber. I was a member there, board member there for a long time. Uh, there's the uh, Fountain Chamber of Commerce. There's Colorado Springs Chamber of Commerce. Uh, caters a little bit more to bigger businesses, uh, where the others catered a little bit more to smaller businesses. Yeah. So that's an important point. One of the mm-hmm. things I realized with networking is, you, again, you go back. I did a show on strategy, right? You got to figure out who your audience is. So if you're going for those mm. bigger businesses, you've got to align yourself with the right groups, smaller business, different groups. So I'm glad you said that. Yeah. The Colorado Springs Chamber is for, you know, bigger businesses trying to do business with other larger businesses versus smaller ones. Yep. Yeah, and then, Audrey, you just brought up a really good point, something I try to remind people of. Networking is a very long-term marketing strategy. Yes. It's not something you can turn around and expect business from six months, a year, whatever. Yeah, it's, you're not dialing for dollars. No, it's 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 for the long haul. Yes. And so as you're thinking about your marketing uh, strategies from a holistic perspective, you got to have your short-term strategies and your long-term strategies. Now, networking, um, relationship development, working on your sphere of influence, that's very long-term stuff that will make you um, sustainable and very successful later on. But you still got to find ways and use other marketing strategies to be successful in the short term. And so um, that's something that I think we probably didn't know or recognize at first, mm-hmm. um, just because we were, we were making all these great relationships and connections, and they were giving out referrals, but um, it wasn't enough to sustain us starting out. Uh, and so, um, yes, highly recommend that you, you implement and use networking as much as you can, but then you also got to have some type of short-term game plan that's going to bring leads in the door. Um, immediately I was uh, when I was doing majority of uh, residential real estate I was a big one on door knocking I loved walking neighborhoods and just knocking on doors it was I enjoyed it I enjoyed Mm -hmm. meeting people and usually they were based around uh, like an open house that was gonna happen in the area but uh, you got you get to see the neighborhood you get to see the differences in neighborhoods throughout the community and uh, you get to meet great people uh and it, it is get get to meet great dogs and some mean dogs but usually <laughs> nice dogs uh but uh knocking on doors is uh is one of was, was one of my not mm-hmm. don't do it as much anymore that's such a great example of um that that short-term versus long-term that you talked about because mm-hmm. in the biz we call that a marketing mix right you got mm-hmm. short-term you got to have long-term you got to have free you got to have paid mm-hmm. um if you're going to do it the right way so that's great the other you know if you're a person that's petrified to walk the neighborhood, not like John here. Um, you know, you could actually do door hangers, right? Walk the neighborhood, not try to talk to people, but put yeah. hangers on the door or send out a preemptive postcard prior to um, the open house. Those are all real good tactics um, for your yeah, specific industry. When I would industry. walk neighbors, we would always try to hand out something of value. Mm. When I did it a lot up in uh, Monument, we always would put current events. So what events are happening in Monument this month? Yeah. And those would always be on the flyers. It's you say about being scared, uh, a friend of ours, she's a colleague of ours, uh, Carrie Hutchinson, she, <laughs> the first time we went door knocking, she just she followed me. And I got a phone call. And I go, I got to get this. You go uh, knock on this door. And she was just petrified. She went up and just put the flyer on the door. But I stayed. I, the phone call was over, but I acted like I was still on the phone. And so the next house, I go, you got to knock. And so she did, and now she is phenomenal. See? 
she just had to get used to it, get over that initial Mm -hmm. fear. And in terms of open houses and meeting, she is the best you will ever find. Mm -hmm. It's almost as scary as being on the radio. Almost. Almost. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's all that sort of stuff. And, And real estate is probably the most competitive industry out there right now for something like that, probably along with like insurance. Um, mortgage lending, stuff like that. And so something of value is the hardest part to figure out just because you get stuck on what can I do differently that someone else is not doing. And so you you try to find it. And I will say that the most important thing there is once you find something you want to try, stick with it. Don't do it once and never do it again. (laughs) Uh, Just because then you'll find yourself spinning circles, keep trying a bunch of new stuff and Never. not picking up yeah, any momentum. Being consistent. Any of it. Yeah. Consistency is the key to good marketing because mm-hmm. you could hit, you'd ha- you could have an amazing campaign and you could just hit in the wrong month at the wrong time. But then if you give it three to six months, you're going to see it over time mm-hmm. blossom yeah. and bloom. Mm-hmm. The other thing to what you said for competitive marketing is you can try tactics that other people are doing, just do them better. Do your research, mm-hmm. figure out who your target market is. Because a lot of times, 90% of the people I meet, they're shotgun approach. I want everybody, so I'm going to shotgun this out mm-hmm. there. But if you nail that down to a type of person or a type of business Man. or group, then you're going to yeah. be so much more successful because then yeah. you're talking to them versus talking to them. You're yeah. absolutely right. Do you, you want to talk about this? Well, no, I was, I'm going to bring up this real quick before I forget. When you're yeah. old, you forget things. Um, my daughter, Tyson's sister, uh, she started her own cleaning company mm-hmm. in January. And we drug Corey out walking neighborhoods with us a couple of years ago. And she just hated it. Now that's what she does for her marketing. She knows See? that she has to walk. She has to meet people. Um, I love Corey. She, she is so fierce. <laughs> She's, she's, she's pretty fearless. She, she is. is. And she now really she is. is. And she's gotten over that inhibition. Uh, and uh, so she goes out, comes to our networking meetings, and is her business in the last, what's this, four months oh, now? Oh, she's killing it. She's, she she's is just By, by her measure, job. she's probably still could be more successful, but for someone who's just launching something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to have her on the show to talk about what you do when you're a startup and how to be successful. But th- I got to get her on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now that I know that she'll go out and door knock, she'll totally come on the show. Oh, she will. She's she actually, will. because of her um, past, she's done shows before. I'm talking about that with uh, Frank Sinclair. Um, she's done two shows, I think, with Frank. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd love to have And, her. yeah. Yeah. Um, but circling back to, you brought up niche stuff. <laughs> yes. That is something I also like to talk about when people ask about something in regards to marketing. And, again, just like probably anyone else starting out with a shotgun type of approach. You know, just out of college. Um, getting into real estate, having to feed myself, I've taken anything, you know. I got friends who are first-time homebuyers, I'll take them in. Um, he had just started commercial real estate, so that's what I was learning at the time, to take in commercial clients, um, land clients, all sorts of stuff. I think my my first, first transaction that my, was my own <laughs> was for a truck driver who wanted to buy um, a, a piece of land with a house on it down in Sugar City, Colorado. And, you know, I've never done a real estate transaction, nonetheless done anything on acreage um, in a town, in a small town that is outside of Sugar Colorado Sugar State's near Ordway. It's actually, yeah. yeah, close to yeah. Puebla, yeah. Um, and so, you know, I was, I was taking it all in. And then it was about three years into um, business that I had a coach uh, who sat down and said, why are you trying to focus on doing residential and commercial? You should probably pick one or the other and let the other one go. You're just stretching yourself too far. 
And so I just thought about it. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. I enjoy doing commercial real estate so much more. Uh, the, the, it was kind of seamless and effortless how stuff was coming in just because as, as we go deeper in, we found that there was an extreme niche there because my dad brought it up at the beginning where these small business owners are pretty much going unserved in, in the community. Mm-hmm. And so um, commercial real estate was just like, okay, makes makes perfect sense. So dropped off residential real estate, focused on commercial real estate, and, and as I just mentioned, went even a, a level deeper. Okay, I'm in commercial real estate now. Well, now I see that I interact with small business owners all day long. They're not getting help for anywhere else. Why don't I just make that a niche as well and really focus on developing and fleshing that out? And then once I did that, stuff just kind of lit up. Right, because you're talking to those folks. Mm-hmm. And then, um, an underserved market, in mm-hmm. my opinion. I mean, that's the reason why I started this show for the exact same reason. Mm-hmm. I feel like small business owners um, started my company for that reason too. They're underserved. Mm-hmm. They really are. So I think that's. I think it's great that you niche down like that, and yeah. you saw benefit. I'm assuming. Yeah. Oh, oh, hand yeah. over fist. Yeah. Still, it keeps yeah. Exp- it keeps expanding and expanding just because again we're the only people really focusing on this. And so as we start to, to actually market and make that niche known, then it becomes even more powerful because then like, oh, you're a small business owner looking for space. I know the person you need to talk to. Yeah. And that becomes almost universal as lot. it keeps going around yeah, town. That That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think in any compart- competitive market space, you know, they call that red ocean marketing, right? There's mm-hmm. too many sharks, blood in the water, everybody's going after the same thing. But if you can kind of swim out a bit, get to where there's blue ocean, then it's yours, mm-hmm. right? To make exactly what you want. Um, so I think that is a great piece of advice for anybody in any competitive market yep. space. And then I will say along those lines too, once you find your niche and, and your vision, don't play or color outside the lines of that. I think people like to say that they have this niche, but really if someone comes in and offer them business outside of it, they'll still say, okay, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do yeah. just this one. Yeah. Um, I, I think people get nervous turning away money, mm-hmm. but in reality, yeah. the way you need to look at that is if I say no to this person who's outside my wheelhouse... That allows me to say yes to three other people when they show up that are in my wheelhouse. I do the same thing. I get Mm -hmm. people come to me and they want to do very weird, obscure things that are not within my wheelhouse or use software that I don't use. And I actually say thank you, but no, here's someone else you could use Mm -hmm. for that. And because I stay in my wheelhouse, That's because I'm really, is, really good yeah. at it. And you get to refer them to somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. In my, in my office, uh, actually the other office we were in too, I'm the person that does rural. And we emphasize that our office, uh, Kelly Miller does a great job emphasizing: do what you're good at. Don't get, don't do things that you have really no knowledge yeah. of. Mm-hmm. So if somebody has a property that uh, down in uh, Westcliff, I know Westcliff. Uh, down in Walsenburg, uh, Canyon City, Florence. Those areas I know, so I get referred those areas because I play out in that area. I, I've done over the last, and residentially, over the last five years, I've done more uh, outside the College Springs area than inside the College Springs area because I know those areas. Well, guys, time flies when you're having an amazing conversation, <laughs> and that's pretty much um, it. Any last thoughts you'd like to leave with uh, small business owners before we wrap this up? Get involved with the community. 
A lot of people, like I was involved with the Tri Lakes Chamber, but also Tri Lakes Cares up mm-hmm. in Monument when I lived up there. And you meet so many good people when you volunteer for things. It enhances you as a person. It enhances your business. For me, I think you brought it up. Whatever you choose to do, especially in marketing, do it well. Don't half think of a strategy that you want to implement and kind of half-heartedly go into it. Really sit down and identify what is core to your vision, um, your mission as a business, and then figure out what marketing strategies are going to help advance that. Absolutely. Some great last thoughts, guys. Thanks. I appreciate it. And to John's point, um, here at Incoma, we like to give Mm -hmm. back to the business community as well. So I provide a free 45-minute consultation to anyone whether you're just looking for some advice, whether you need a marketing agency, those 45 minutes are yours to talk about whatever you want, including networking. I do a lot of networking, so if you want some quick pointers, I can help you in the right direction. Just go to our website, incoma.com, I-N-K-Y-M-A.com, and click on the Schedule a Marketing Evaluation button up in the right-hand corner. Pick your time, and then you're on the calendar. If all you have is a really, really quick question, then just pop it into the contact form at the bottom and I will get back to you. If you found this information useful, helpful, fun, engaging like I did, consider sharing it with other business owners that you know because I created this show to help small business owners be successful in their business. And so the more you share it, the more we as a community can be successful. Thanks so much and have an amazing day. Thanks for listening to Marketing Strategies, sponsored by Incoma. Online at inkyma.com. Listen to Marketing Strategies every Saturday at 7.30 on KPPF.